0: Memory today now on 46-1995. After a dramatic year for so many Leaving Cert students, including thousands in Limerick, the CAO offers are being released today at two o'clock, actually. And to talk to us a little bit more about all of that, a good friend of the show, uh, Limerick-based guidance counsellor Betty McLaughlin, and a PR officer of Limerick College of Further Education, Ruth Mackin, is with us as well. You're both very welcome. Good morning morning, uh, to you. Um, Thank you. Betty, and I don't want to be unfair here in terms of suggesting that it almost feels like some of this is being made up as we go along. But it seems there's already scrambling behind the scenes this morning, um, the suggestion that nothing's really going to happen here until two o'clock when um, you press the button and you hope that you get on the portal to see what your CEO offers are.
1: Well, yes, that's what students, you know, they're on the home stretch to finding that out for sure. And two o'clock is the time the CAO are expected to release those um, offers today. So you get on your portal and see what offer is there for you. Of course, it's been... A but life-day. the
0: point being that they're issuing absolutely nothing, even in general terms, about points before that, because it appears as though there are still calculations going on in the background.
1: Well, it's... They still expect. I mean, the points were the the results were stronger this year. They were four percent up on on previous years. So obviously, you can expect uh, hand in hand with that, the points will rise uh, in compare as well. But they have put in at least two thousand courses extra on those high demand courses into the system, made them available for the first time. So you would be hoping that that might counterbalance. That, that rise in points that, that, to me and, and Betty, can,
0: can you explain to me how does that work? That they can inject more places into the system.
1: Well, they, they're doing it, and they're doing it because they have. They know the points system has changed. They can obviously they will. The department will will give money or you know make extra funds available to colleges to provide the extra places. Literally. So last week, last Wednesday alone, um, Minister Harris said he had made another 800 courses. The previous week, they had 1,250 extra courses. And they would have, they indicated that these would be in the um, healthcare courses, the high demand courses, nursing, the post primary teaching, engineering, STEM, science, and so on. So, look, it's all to pay for, really, and I suppose, as you said, there will be speculation until 2 o'clock today, until we see, uh, or, or the students see what can they, what will they get.
0: But, but am I right or wrong that normally there would be more of a sense of what might happen and there might be a certain amount of generalised information issued but before the right. CEO offers?
1: Yeah, you are correct me, in that Joe, in that like, there would have been through the years, you could, if you know, things wouldn't have moved that much in points. Like if nursing was ranging from two hundred eighty points the previous year to four hundred twenty six, depending on where you applied, you would know that you're in or around with a good chance for it. But you see, this year, because of the the complete different change uh, and the the what some people describe as inflated points, the stronger points, uh, it's harder to know because uh, we don't have that national picture and we don't have that consistency that we had with previous years. So, of course, you are right. It is much harder to call it this year.
0: Right. We have Limerick-based guidance counselor Betty McLaughlin with us and PR officer of Limerick College of Further Education uh, on Mulgrave Street in Limerick City, Ruth Mackin. Ruth, uh, I was chatting to Kate, a Leaving Cert student during the weekend. She told us a bit of a horror story about the system crashing when she went on and apparently it wasn't just her. Could something similar happen? at 2 o'clock today with the CAO system?
2: I'm hoping that people will, will stay calm and not everybody will try and get on at 2 o'clock. Some I chance of that right.
0: I'd say no, Ruth. I know, <laughs> if I, know, I was waiting I for know. my <laughs> CAO offers, I'd be on at a quarter to two,
2: banging away. <laughs> I know, I know. Presumably uh, they have a robust enough system not to stress the, 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 the students out anymore.
0: And, and, Ruth, I mean, do you think that the government overall would be reasonably happy about how things have gone with the Leaving Cert results, uh, although today is another big hurdle? Uh,
2: I think if today goes well, um, so far they seem to have pretty much a positive reaction from the Uh public. So I do believe that they are happy. And I think the fact that we followed behind what happened in the UK, so we were able to counteract some of the issues they had, made a big difference as well. But obviously not everybody is happy.
0: No, and that's an interesting one, Betty. You know, have private schools around the country been discriminated against through well, the calculated are, grade system?
1: There are certainly reports coming out that they have. But can I also say that, um, like every year you're going to get students who are not happy. We, You know, I'm 20 years in the job and students have been disappointed year in, year out. But what they what they do in that instance is they look at the course they get. Very often they mightn't get their first choice on their on their, uh, CAO you know, they might get their third uh, course uh, in, higher, in, the, in the order of preference. And by the end of the year, those students would say to me, God, I'm glad it was my third course I got because I'm very happy with that now. And it's building me well and I'm happy yeah. I didn't get I, I accept so, that.
0: But I mean, you know, students who go to certain private schools around the country know how might, might, might the exactly, time. might assume mm-hmm. that by virtue of that and their own hard work, that mm-hmm. in general their results would be higher than it appears they were in general with calculated grades.
1: Absolutely, and yes, they were getting reports about that. But um, I can't really comment on that because I wasn't involved in the standardisation process. But uh, it would seem that they felt they were, you know, maybe downgraded more than they certainly would have been in, in, in previous years. But,
0: I mean, do you have any sense that in the end, when they looked at the system they made a decision, because let's be honest, the overall standard has been inflated, which is why we're coming to CEO okay. offers a little bit in the dark, uh-huh. uh, that it was better to please most people with a higher grade than go the other direction.
1: Well, I don't know if they made a conscious decision to do that, though, but they had this standardization process. They had um, sister, you know, statisticians, they had data analysts, experts there. And I suppose they didn't just treat one school more than another. If they saw um, an inflation of points coming in, the predicted grades, if they were unrealistic, I suppose they were in the in the in the milk run like everything else. You know what I mean? But,
0: so yes, I, think, I accept that. But Ruth, isn't it also true that they deliberately took out the part of the algorithm that would take into account a school's previous performance? They
2: did, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. they did. Yes, they did. They did. But I think that's what caused the problem yeah. in the UK. Um, so I think they felt that it would level the playing field more if they actually took that out. Again, because we're further education, I wasn't involved in any of the the predicted grade organising, so I'm not 100% okay with that.
0: Yeah, so from Limerick College of Further Education's point of view, you know, what impact will all of what's happened over the last few weeks have for you?
2: Well, Joe, we, we are further education, so we're non-CAO based, um, and a lot, all of our courses are at level 5 and level 6, which means that they are one-year courses. Um, I think they hopefully we're hoping that they, they we, and we can see already a very strong interest in courses at Limer College of Further Education this year because I believe a lot of students are uncertain and unsure as to what will happen um, not just in what cases they'll be offered but also what university life will look like so um, someone calling you, know, you in I'll, the
0: background to tell you are on the radio that happens all the time
2: oh no I'm not
0: having my own <laughs> the phone <laughs>
2: <laughs> um the um so i think um you know that that uh, would have an impact on us we can see very strong um applications already and a lot of our courses are you know almost at uh, full capacity i suppose the other thing to bear in mind is that not everybody you know the academic path of a four year degree course is not for everybody and if we look back 30 years ago that path was for maybe a quarter to a third of people and now it seems to be almost the norm
0: yes yes absolutely and um, you know those opportunities arise and of course you can do what you do at LCFE and then you can move into other courses and other colleges I know you have relationships uh, with lots of uh, different colleges around the place but in terms of what your uh, teaching is looking like and living with COVID-19 at LCFE Ruth how is that Mm -hmm. being handled
2: well we we are very, very, you know, we really believe that it's important that learners have, and students have a bond with the college. So we have been working very hard. All of our building, all of our classrooms have been reconfigured, um, and we're looking at offering a blended learning experience this year. So um, students will have a mix of on-campus and online classes, and we hope to continue that throughout the year, unless there's the extreme lockdown where we would have to go totally online for, you know, a... A period of time. But yeah. we have the building totally reconfigured and we are, you know, we will be able to have um, on-campus classes adhering to the public health safety guidelines.
0: Okay. And, Betty McLaughlin, I mean, y- you would assume, but maybe I'm wrong about this, that the mm-hmm. point of the Leaving Cert is to allow you to progress to the next stage of your life, whatever that stage may be. So Absolutely. presumably, if people get what they want in the CEO offers, either round one or round two, then will they rapidly forget if they were a little disappointed with their results in the leaving cert?
1: Absolutely, that's the one thing about young people: their bounceability, and the, it is just amazing. And thankfully, they live in the here and now. And of course, once they get their, you know, once they get their course, they accept it and they move on. Yes, they will. Uh, They do have that resilience, uh, and I believe they'll be very happy, please God, to be leaving this whole remarkable journey behind them and progressing on. Absolutely.
0: All right. Well, listen, thank you both very much for chatting to us uh, this morning. We'll wait and see what happens at two o'clock. We hope that when people log on, it all goes smoothly and they can find out what the CEO offers are. And of course, there'll be lots then of coverage of exactly how many points um, certain courses uh, ended up attracting. Thank you to Ruth Mackin from Limerick College of Further Education and uh, also uh, to uh, Limerick-based guidance counsellor, Betty McLaughlin. Here's Oasis.